0: This is the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I'm your host, master coach, and emotional resiliency expert, Lisa Carpenter. I'm here to be your guide through real, raw conversations, navigating life as a high achiever. This show covers what it takes to create physical and emotional well-being, along with how to honor and partner with your body. I'm here to guide you to a connected relationship with yourself, turning self-care into a way of being, and not just another task on your to-do list. After all, the things we love, we take care of. This podcast gives you permission to love what you do, but love yourself more. Welcome to the Full Frontal Living Podcast. Well, hey, hey, listeners. Thanks for tuning into another episode of the Full Frontal Living Podcast. And I'm recording this podcast because I didn't feel like recording this podcast, so let me tell you why that is, and I'm hoping that Teddy, one of my kittens, is under my desk and will just lie there peacefully and not decide he needs to crawl up on my lap right now. It's pretty amazing having them in the house. If you've been following me on Instagram, you'll know that I ended up with one aggressively affectionate kitten, and Teddy, the other one, he's pretty affectionate as well. And they keep me on my toes and they just bring some fun and laughter into the household. And I think we can all agree that, you know, after the year, (laughs) two years we're having here, we have to find new ways of bringing joy into our life. And that's really what I want to talk about today and why I didn't feel like doing this podcast episode, because the truth is today and if I'm being honest, over the past couple of weeks, I've been kind of going in and out of this phase of just feeling really flat, not feeling super inspired to do anything, not feeling inspired to be on social media, putting out content or consuming others, uh, not being inspired to write Basically, not being inspired to do anything except show up and work with my clients and be in uh, the group that I facilitate, that really lights me up. I am a self-proclaimed introvert, although I do like to extrovert from time to time, but I enjoy a lot of time to myself. And I've been getting a lot of time to myself to the point where I'm like, wow, I think I'm getting too much time on my own. Now, let me explain this a little bit more. I, (laughs) it's kind of weird for me to say, wow, I'm getting too much time on my own, but I have a family of all boys. And I was just saying to my mastermind group this morning, I mean, my God, the pets are even male. Most of my closest friends don't live in the lower mainland with me. They're, you know, across country and in a different country altogether. And it's been a long time since I've seen some of my favorite people. I make a point of trying to get out and see one of my best friends every year, and it's been well over a year. And I'm starting to really feel the impact of missing that connection with some of these women who are just, I'm so close to, and just females in general. So I am fortunate because there are, some ladies locally that I can go and hang out with. So I don't want to dismiss the relationships with those people. But so much of what brings me joy is getting on a plane, going to different locations, having new adventures, and just really embracing life. I have spent a lot of years growing my business to have both the time and financial freedom basically to do what I want when I want to do it. And 2020 gave me the gift of not yet, not yet. So I'm super grateful that I've been able to purchase my car last year because that brings me a tremendous amount of joy. So even though there's still remnants of snow on the ground from a snowfall we had the other day, you know, the blue sky was out today and I was like, the top is going down. And let me tell you, I kind of delight in the weird looks that I get from people because everybody assumes I'm going to be freezing driving with the top down, but nothing could be further from the truth because it's like a little air pocket that you create. And let's face it, it's a BMW. It has a beautiful heated seat and it has a heated steering wheel. So it really is a luxurious ride. So today I just kind of really hit that COVID wall and we've all been called to be incredibly adaptable and resilient. And I wanted... To share this with you. And the reason I didn't feel like doing this is because, you know, like most of you, it's hard for the women that I work with. It's hard for them to share when they're in it, it's hard for them to be vulnerable, it's hard for them to really acknowledge what they're feeling. And I wanna come on here all the time and inspire you guys and give you different perspectives and ways of seeing the world but I also made a promise to both you and myself that I would come on here and share the honest kind of gnarly bits. And although I didn't feel like it, you know, my mastermind really did remind me today how important it is for me to share also when I'm in it. And so that's that's why I'm here. I wanted to share that I would say, like I said, the past couple of weeks, I've really been in this place of having to constantly look at how do I need to take care of myself? How can I support myself feeling better? Because I've been feeling sad, uninspired, frustrated, sometimes even angry, right? When I look up and think like, oh God, we're still doing this, are we? And then to go back into my little bubble. And as I said, so many of the things that really, when I write down on my list, you know, what creates fun and what's playful and what brings me joy, there's many, many things on that list that are unavailable to me right now, unfortunately. So here's what I want you to know. And this is important. Whatever you're feeling, it's okay for you to feel what you're feeling. It's okay for me to feel what I'm feeling because if I get into the story or if you get into the story of, you know what? I know better. I got all the tools. I shouldn't feel like this. I should just be able to, you know, turn it off and go on with my day. Welcome to being human. So I just wanted you to know that it's okay if you are feeling COVID fatigue, you know, fatigue from... Being a mom or a dad, fatigue from running your business, fatigue from just missing some of the things that really bring you energy and fill you up, fatigue from having to remember to bring a mask to the grocery store, fatigue of just not really knowing how much longer we're going to be in this. So we are all capable of being resilient, but even being resilient requires that we sit down and catch our breaths right? This isn't a put our head down and and get through it, which is what so many of you are doing, just putting your head down and muscling through. And whatever is on the other side of COVID life and lockdowns, at some point in time, everybody is going to have to face the emotions that chances are they stuffed down and they didn't allow themselves to feel. So I wanted to share with you that I'm feeling it. I am feeling it and it's okay for you to be feeling what you're feeling. What I'm also reminding myself of, right? This is the the power of the work that I've done. And in in being a coach, you know, if if I was coaching myself, which one of my mastermind sisters said to me, you need a Lisa. I'm like, I know I need to coach myself here. So part of self-coaching is looking at what is creating my suffering. What is creating my suffering? And I want you to ask yourself the same what is creating your suffering, or what is creating your discomfort, or what is creating your resistance? And what I came to very quickly realize is that I'm holding my intention on what I can't have, what I don't want, and what I wish were different. Maybe you were late, right? Thinking about and holding your attention on what you can't have, what you don't want, and what you wish were different. And when we do this, When we do this, we're focusing on something we can't control, and this is what creates our suffering, right? When we put our attention on what we have no control over and what we cannot change creates our suffering. This is why I always go back to that place of where do I need to surrender and how can I simply accept this? So again, I don't have to like it, but acceptance takes me out of that place of suffering, Now, what's happening for me during this COVID time is I come back to that place of acceptance. I stay in my little bubble. I do my thing. And then pretty soon, some of those thoughts will sneak in again and I'll start missing, which is natural, normal human behavior. The work is in bringing yourself back to, oh, wait, I'm holding my attention on that thing again. I used to do this with my money. I would hold my attention on what I didn't have, what wasn't in the bank and what I couldn't control instead of focusing on what it would feel like. Here's the key, what it would feel like if what I wanted was already done. So today, what I did was I really sat down and said, Lisa, what do you need to feel better? And this is where caring for self, right? That that caring for self, this next level self-care is sitting down with yourself and saying, what do I need to feel better in this moment? What is one small thing that I can give myself? And you're going to need to look at what this is in your life, whether it's talking to a friend, right? I had the pleasure of talking to my mastermind group today and just sharing honestly and from the heart where I was at and how uninspired and flat I have been feeling. And they just held space for me and witnessed, you know, reflected things back to me because it's been a really amazing year. So it's this like dichotomy of God, I'm feeling so flat yet. I've got all these amazing things happening in my business. So you get to ask yourself, what is it that you need to feel better? So for me, it's usually reaching out and talking to somebody, but it can also be music. It can be dancing, it can be writing, it can be exercise, it can be anything that helps you lift your mood slightly, even one iota to shift that vibration in you. So to bring myself from feeling kind of flat to how can I just spark something in me? And ironically, sitting down to record this podcast is helping me feel better. Because when I show up and serve... That always brings me joy, whether it's talking to you through the podcast, whether it's being on a coaching call with my clients or in my group. It always makes me feel better when I'm in a place of giving back, giving back to others and give, just giving with my heart. I also had a great cry And I want to remind you that emotion is really just energy emotion. So maybe you're due for a little bit of a tantrum just to release what's in you. Maybe a good cry. Maybe you need to take a baseball bat to a pillow. But if you've ever been told that it's not okay for you to feel what you're feeling, this is where I really want you to pay attention. Because everything that you're feeling is okay. Okay. What's not okay is not allowing yourself to feel it, making it wrong, stuffing it down, numbing it out, whether it's with food, drugs, alcohol, social media, overspending, codependent behaviors. That's what's not okay. It's okay to feel anger and frustration and sadness. We just don't want you to stay there. I don't want you to stay there. I don't want to stay here. And I'm constantly reminding myself that I don't have to continue to feel like this. When I'm able to process my emotions, so allow myself to feel them, then I'm able to say, okay, Lisa, you need to stop holding your attention on the thing that you can't have. So I give myself permission to feel it. And then... I allow myself to say, okay, what do I need to feel better? Because I need to shift my attention off of what I can't have, what I wish were different and what I cannot change. That will end my suffering. So I sat in meditation because that's another way that I can shift my energy. And I just, I pictured myself on the beach. One of my favorite places in Tulum, I pictured myself on the beach. I could feel the ocean on my skin. I could feel the sun on my face. I could hear the voices of some of the people that I love beside me. I could see everything so clearly. And that moment just reminded me that I'm going to feel that again. There is the other side of this. I don't know when it's going to (laughs) happen. I don't know how we're going to get there. But I know that one day, and I am going to continue to hold faith, that that vision of me being on the beach again in Tulum is done. It's a done deal. And I was able to sit there, not with sadness or not with longing, but just being present to being there. Okay? So you have to put yourself in the state of it's already done. I'm already here. This is what it feels like to be here, not in the place of missing it. And wishing it were here. There's a big difference there. So make sure that you, you know, understand that gap. And if you don't, reach out to me on Instagram or on Facebook or just in my email and get clarity and I'm happy to go there. So what I want you to take from this episode is please honor whatever it is you're feeling. Give yourself a moment to pause and really tune in and ask yourself, are you just muscling through life right now? Are there feelings of frustration or anger or sadness? Are you maybe feeling uninspired, flat? You know, some people are even starting to feel a little bit hopeless. And a lot of people are feeling really, really scared right now. Whatever it is, pause, acknowledge it. The easiest way to do this is put your hand on your heart. If you're not used to feeling, take a nice deep breath, breathe it out, sink from your head into your body. Get still and then ask yourself, what am I feeling in this moment? What am I feeling in this moment? Get really clear on where you're holding your attention, right? Get clear on the thing that's creating that emotion for you. And then ask yourself, what is it that I need to do to help myself feel a little bit better? And then shift your attention from the thing that is causing you so much suffering And shift it back into that place of what can you control? And you can control how you want to feel just by making decisions about how you want to care for yourself in the moment. What is the most loving and nurturing thing you can give yourself in the moment? So call a friend, sit down, write in your journal, take a bath, put on some music, dance it out, whatever it is that you need to do. And what I highly recommend is having a bit of a self-care list in your pocket. You know, your, your go-to list of things that, oh yes, these things make me feel better because it's so easy when you're in the dumps to be like, I don't nothing makes me feel better. I don't know what to do. I don't know what I can do to myself instead of really taking responsibility for how you want to feel and what you can do to really support that. And then you just want to rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. So don't be telling yourself, well, God, why am I still feeling like this? It doesn't matter if you are. You have to still repeat the same process. What do you need to help yourself feel better and get really honest with yourself about where you're holding your attention? I can't change the fact that I can't get on a plane right now, but I most certainly can sink into gratitude for where I live. I can embrace the beauty of where I'm at. There's a lot of amazing things happening in my life. But if I choose to focus on the things I can't have, I'm going to be choosing to be unhappy. And that's not how I want to choose to live my life. So I'm going to have my moment. I'm going to be human. And then I'm going to take responsibility. That's what I'm doing right now. Take responsibility for how I want to feel and what I need to give myself in this moment to support myself feeling better. So, If you get this, if you've hit that little bit of that COVID wall as well and thinking, God, how much longer can I do this? How much longer can I endure this? I promise you, there's more in you. You can do this, but you can do it by putting your head down and trying to muscle through, which will make you feel worse. Or you can continue to tune into how you're feeling and honor that every step along the way, which will make the journey a little bit more peaceful. A lot more human. And what a way of showing yourself love and kindness and compassion through what is hard, right? Nobody could have planned for a pandemic. (laughs) We did not get a manual for how to do this properly. And we're all being called to find our way. So I know, though, that when all of this is done on the other side, I don't want to be left with a whole bunch of emotional residue because I didn't do my work during the time I needed to do my work. So if you don't process the emotions that you're feeling now, at some point you will be forced to be with them because quite often they show up as illness in your body or losing your shit on someone you love, behaving badly. So I don't want that for you. So, this is feeling your feelings is number one, number one in caring for self, that self care management and making you and how you want to feel a priority. So, Teddy has just climbed up into my lap. He wants to crawl on everything. So, I'm going to end this episode. Thank you again for tuning in. Thank you for. Being here through my journey as I navigate life also as a high achiever, right, ambitious, driven, I miss my spark. I miss my spark. And I know that it's in me and that if I just pause and surrender to this moment and give myself what I need, it's going to come back and it'll be stronger than ever. So thank you for allowing me to share where I'm at today. If you're feeling the same, again, please hop into my DMs on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know how you're doing. I genuinely care. And I'm here to provide you with strategies to help you move through it so that you can also live a life that is filled with joy and fulfillment and emotional freedom, freedom and well-being, because that's what life is all about, well-being. So until next episode, thank you for tuning in and take good care of you. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever felt that total soul-wrenching certainty that something in your life needed to change? Listen up, you can be incredibly successful and yet not see yourself as successful. In fact, for many of my clients, it takes me pointing out that they are high achievers for them to even see this for themselves. Most of my clients have never taken the time to pause and acknowledge their accomplishments because they're too busy focusing on the next thing they want to get after. I often joke that they set a bar for themselves, but as soon as they get close to reaching it, they simply raise the bar. It's the never ending cycle that perpetuates the story that they're not there yet. More often than not, they genuinely believe they haven't done enough. You probably love setting and accomplishing goals, have no problem getting things done, know what it means to embrace the hustle, and working your ass off might be your status quo. What the women who are part of my community come to realize is that no amount of doing is going to give you the feeling of fulfillment you're looking for. What makes this realization more painful is feeling the impact your choices are having on your physical and emotional well being. The deep gut level knowing that you need to make a change in your life has nothing to do with how much you've accomplished on paper or how successful you appear to someone looking at you from the outside. You might feel burnt out because you struggle with boundaries that support you feeling good. Maybe you have a gorgeous, healthy family, but don't feel like you're really connected to your kids. Maybe you're slowly starting to realize that you're overly dependent on that glass of wine to unwind catch yourself mindlessly eating or worse yet, forgetting to eat. Coffee has become a staple and hours can disappear as you scroll social media mindlessly. You're probably burning the candle at both ends because when everyone else goes to bed, you stay up late just to have you time. Basically, you're starting to realize you're numbing your way through life and that you are the last thing on your list of priorities. No matter what you've accomplished, there's something deep down in your soul that is screaming out for more, and you won't be satisfied until you can figure out what that is. If you're listening to this podcast, I can guess you've already taken the first steps in recognizing the transformation you're seeking isn't gonna be found in doing more, but in discovering why you're so addicted to your doing in the first place. You're probably also realizing that if you don't start to make caring for your emotional and physical well-being a priority, things are only going to get worse. Lasting transformation doesn't happen overnight and it often doesn't happen without support. They're called blind windows for a reason. I've made it my personal mission in life to support women trying to create extraordinary lives of their own choosing. That's why, in addition to this podcast, I send out powerful emails to help you navigate life as an ambitious, driven, high-achieving woman so that you can make positive changes you need to thrive in your life. Join me for this journey towards what it looks like to love what you do, but love yourself more by signing up for my email list. You'll get first access to resources I've created to support you. Plus, I'll let you know about new podcast episodes, coaching opportunities, and more. Head over to lisacarpenter.ca forward slash sign up today and join my network of empowered, inspiring, ambitious women. This is your next step in choosing to make you a priority. Thank you so much for listening to the Full Frontal Living Podcast.